that wasn't harsh, but I was just being. Oh, no, no. Oh, okay, okay. You want to repeat it for the audience? You might want to repeat that. That you're not nice? Oh no! Why did why did this all come about? Why did, why did I catch a stray? Why did okay. I catch that? We're gonna we're gonna go ahead and start this drive by. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to the Financial <laughs> Griot Podcast. This is lovely. You haven't heard me because Atlanta and Lawrence have been recording while I was out of town. So sad. Very sad about Soft that. life. Soft but life. Lawrence was out of, but here's the thing. We we didn't record when Lawrence was out of town in like Argentina, Brazil, and all the mm-hmm. Exactly. That's on you. That that yeah, is on so, you because y'all should have recorded. I'm like, I was out there living my life. Yeah, it was December, so we were all out anyways. But I wanted you guys to I wanted to say hi, happy new year, um, all that good stuff. I'm sure that hopefully they had a happy new year message for you all while I was gone. You know, I'm gonna listen to the podcast not, episodes. See, we just kind of went right into it. Yeah. So, <laughs> like just went right into it. Happy New Year. I'm back. Know. I'm back with the balance here. Um, but happy to be here, happy to record. Um, Lawrence did catch a really early stray, and we'll talk about that, you know. Hopefully it. I said what out. I said. And Atlanta stands sick. The standing on business. I'm standing on call, business. Right? I said what I said. I just caught the stray. I'm just saying, like it's not named. Atlanta and Lawrence are here too, by the way. It's yeah. not even important to me. It's cool. Lawrence, a millenni- millennial, millen- mill- millennial millionaire. Yep. Traveled over forty countries. We gotta give some. Gotta give Lawrence his flowers before we. We t- always give Lawrence his flowers, and then we're gonna say what Atlanta said because Atlanta said Lawrence is not nice. So I was th- talking about this content creator. She has a nine to five, and she also does b- talks about personal finance, and she has a budget. And the budget, I'm not saying for a beginner, or whatever else is not great. I just know that. The neighborhood finance guy has a lot more in-depth steps and budgeting and concepts and you can download them for free and i was like man people are paying like nine to twenty dollars for this particular budget that i feel like you could kind of like google really quickly and kind of get like a budget sheet but she's built an audience by sharing what she spends in a day um not not on a day but like her monthly expenses like how to budget how she's been able to save a certain amount of money and i do feel like lawrence is probably a lot a lot deeper in his financial journey than she is but for some reason, she's a galvanizes, you know, um, audience and people really, it's re- very relative. And she was talking about how last year, just with her brand partnerships and, and brand stuff and selling the budget, she made like $90,000. I'm like, dang, that's somebody's salary across the board. And I was just wondering, like, I wonder what's, what does she does that people are really, you know, connected to it. And Atlanta just said, well, you know, Lawrence is just not nice. So that's why he's not selling anything. That's Incorrect. And that's, that's my, I'll push back on it because I think one. Let's push back, Lawrence. I'll I'll push back and just say, you know, to be completely honest, um, the audience is more tailored, especially on social media for women. So women share content to other women. Women are like, yeah, I want to live like her. I want to be like her. I am her. So they relate more to women and they just click on that content and they buy into each other's products nine times. That's why we had Mary Kay was going nuts for it for years, decades on end. Nothing actually ever came from it. Yeah, no, nothing came from it, but people just buy from each other. Women naturally just they're consumers that purchase from each other. Yeah, I agree. And me saying that nice is is the fact that in terms of social media specifically, um, I, I could speak to the platforms between IG and TikTok. The information is more, I think on TikTok, more digestible a bit because people are not like looking for aesthetic or more looking for the informational base. And also the personality drives as well. 
right um for lawrence to be more deeper into his finance like we're talking about like you know investing in all this o- or other stuff and you know paying down debt and, and liabilities and yeah they talk about the same yeah. Y- yeah but i think i think it's it's more of the personality drive it but lawrence is like such like down oh, yeah. to the yeah, nitty yeah, gritty yeah, yeah. like you you know what i'm saying I, like, I, I, and, and you and you're but right you about have, that you have your audience though you have your audience and i don't think for that because you because you still people don't understand you still have side things that works for you you know what i'm saying like other things i feel like may not work for a certain audience because they're not that um you're not marketing out they may not be there in their journey for it you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So there's a couple of things yeah. there. And and it's important to know that because this is a couple of things. Even I had to recognize that about myself is that one, I'm not an extrovert. There's a lot of people that are on social media or, you know, influencers or people that brand or people that really find an audience. They're naturally extroverts. They've always kind of had a a group around them, even in the schoolyard. I disagree. I, I would not. Hey. hey. I, like I said, I've never been one of those people. I'm oh. actually an introvert extrovert. When I all and I, it's always in that order. It's not the, the other way around. I'm an introvert that can for at least perform or function in an extroverted society. However, I'm always been very much a loner type, and mm-hmm. the way that I present information, it's it's not really to galvanate a group of people let's let's ride together guys people don't run run a crew with me this is you're not gonna see that Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i i I can i I can say that you you say things for people to um to share information if you take it you take if you don't you don't whereas some people collectively and strategically um share the information share the story in a way where um i feel like especially women specifically can translate into the story and can understand, um, be more relatable to it. Uh, but I don't necessarily think that because you're not an, uh, extrovert, it doesn't work in your favor. I think many influencers, if I'm not mistaken, are not extroverts. They just have a way or a poise about them, how they translate their story across a phone. (laughs) That's honestly what they do because it's just them, in their phone and, and speaking I, into the okay, mic. I know, and I'll give you that too. There's there's a couple elements to who performs well on social yeah. media. And for one, that's the first part is that personality trait. Are you mm-hmm. that type of person that is a people person? Or you can also be a people pleaser person. You know, yeah. either way, you know, you're basically getting people around you. Or you, to your point, there are some people that are introverted, but yet they have the 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 technical skills that gives them um i guess latitude to succeed right because like for example like bill gates is not an extrovert however you know you could tell that hey he has a, the skills to to actually translate that into something more constructive like steve jobs i don't think it was an extrovert either it's just a matter of how he could present the information so there's also these this group of people that are on social media that could also be extroverts or introverts that are good at presenting information mm-hmm. public speaking is big It's always been big. It's always been a thing. This is why you have a sales team. You have a marketing team. You have people that speak on on, in the media, yada, yada. Like you have to have that kind that the the host for a show is a different person than the person that's running the show. That makes sense. Yeah. So some people have those innate things. I recognize within me that I don't have those things. I just merely perform in a world 
that requires them because mm-hmm. I, I have one end goal, which is to retire early and just travel the world. I don't really want to work or perform for others. I'm merely I'm doing some things right now in order for me to be successful enough so I could actually get away from people. Like, you know, get, <laughs> get away from y'all. You know, like, like I'm, I just want to live my life. You know what I'm saying? So I can't that that level of authenticity. You can't fake that. Like some people, they they're gonna do this for the rest of their lives if they could, right? Mm-hmm. Like that lady, they'll do it. Like a uh, Anthony O'Neill, he'll do it. There's people that will do this for the rest of their life, even money or not. Money be damned. They love to be in in the front of something, giving the presentation. I do not like that. Complete opposite. I actually want to get away from any of that, and I'd rather film something from the pers- uh, from a first person perspective, not a third person perspective. No, I, abs- I I absolutely I absolutely get you on that one. Even for me, where I feel like um, energetic energetically in a space where I am, I, f- I feel like my my friends and people in my circle root for me to be in the front where I don't necessarily want to be in the front. You know what I'm saying? Like I like collectively everyone in the front where we can all champion for each other and for the collective of all things. But I don't necessarily because. I feel like once you are like really in some level of a microscope or in a public eye, digital eye, however you want to label it, um, you're under the perception of how people view you versus what people actually know. You get what I'm saying? And I just that that level of high scope sometimes can be like a little bit overwhelming. That's why I like uh, looking on TikTok, how people, um, a lot of uh, micro influencers or even, you know, major influencers, how they speak about, um, it's, it's like a drug sometimes because you don't never know what video is going to hit. You don't know what people are going to say in regards to each uh, commentary that you come out or each, you know, you know what I'm saying? Opinion. It's, it, it could be a lot. It could be overwhelming, but um, I, I totally get it. I feel like if you find your lane and you're comfortable in your lane, um, then that's great. Especially if you have an exit. I think a lot of people don't have an exit plan. They always go into it without an exit plan, if at all. Right. Because being an influencer, you are in the scrutiny of people either liking you or not liking you right? Liking who, who's your partner, not liking who's your partner, liking what you do, liking what you say. It's, it's like every little strategic move. And I don't think that's functional. And I don't think that's uh, sustainable of how you move and operate with your life. I'm just like, mm, I don't know. I don't want that. <laughs> I just want to live. Um, but yeah, I do get you in, in a point where um, the entire social media space is for women. Um, and each niche has its own. I, I am seeing more and more black women, which I'm very proud of speaking about personal finances, uh, good or not. <laughs> right. But, um, yeah, we sell to each other and women trying to find communities and find relatable stories that they can translate in, into to say that, Hey, I am not alone. You know? Yeah, I was hoping uh, Lovely jumped in there because she had her hand up, like, praise him. You know, she was writing some notes. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely, did you um get my message? Let me see. I don't want you to trying to get community. But I don't, I completely understand that, too. And I, I guess I was trying to impart on the audience that's listening that find who you are and actually be okay with that. Because I'm actually very much okay with the fact that, hey, I'm on this path. Me and my wife are building towards something. And maybe I'm not getting, quote, unquote, the traction 
that other people are getting on social media in regards to the same content, or even that I feel that my content might be even superior to whatever that's out there. It, I'm not really mad at it at all. There's nothing in my heart and soul that says, oh man, I wish I was this other guy. No, I'm very happy being this guy. I'm okay with being this guy. I don't need all the the attention. And if that's the trade-off, right, you could have the attention and no money and no no true wealth or have no attention and true wealth. And like, I'll make that decision any day of the week. You know, if you, just like that song that I, I found that I love, if you're broke, just say that. A lot of people are financial influencers that are struggling to make ends meet. <laughs> I'll be honest with y'all. I'll be looking at them like, I could tell. When you, you get to a certain point of wealth and management, you know who has money and who doesn't. And by, by what people say, how people move, what people don't even don't say. If you don't say anything about investing at all, I already know where you're at. Because you ain't, you ain't there. You know, you, you, you ain't doing this. If you don't say anything about home ownership, I, I already get it. If you're too timid to say anything about student loans, I already know you got it. So at the end of the day, there's a lot of things that at this stage I realize that I'm I'm going to make peace with and be very happy being on the wealthy side mm-hmm. versus then being on the person that's like trying to start a small business. That's two different things. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree, LG, on that one. Seriously, absolutely agree because people can think however on on social media i always say and always um advocate how the digital spaces are just smoking mirrors you know um i had people coming up to me when i was uh, actively on social media how they're saying they're close to 40 with nothing safe for retirement right um and they're going all in on life insurance whole life insurance and exactly to or try long. to get real estate yeah. real, real estate agent yeah trying to get along it's 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 one MLMs. of the, exactly it's it's one of those things too as as i'm you know pushing into uh more life <laughs> and experiences it's like if you don't have that mental fortitude like seriously a strong strong mental fortitude of yourself in your life and who you are, you could get sucked up, sucked, sucked up into all this silliness really quick. Um, I seen like a TikTok video not too long ago. Um, she's a nine to fiver as well. She does uh the content creation on the side, and she was saying how she literally went broke the past year. I think oh, close to forty thousand credit card debt. Um, and just following what's the hottest thing, the hottest trend, and just like buying things like it's it's 19.99 you know what i'm saying and she's just like we continue to listen to these people online we will go broke we will go broke and i I think that's something to be said is really trying to find who you are um and what you stand for and what you what you value and i think that is really the purpose of life is self-mastery you know so find who you are you can make better decisions because all this hoo-ha <laughs> online. I just, I just I know a lied. lot of people with folded hands, folded hands with the serious suit and the, the, the those photos <laughs> that that are broke because you could because sometimes they'll tell you the story and then you'll you'll hear them on another podcast or even another medium where they're sharing. You know, I guess you slip up right because at some point when you're masking who you really are, there's points in time where you either slip up or your subconscious helps you slip up right. And as you slip up and I'm listening and paying attention, like, oh, okay. So she had all these folded hands, make it seem like, hey, man, I'm in this small business and yada, yada. But I'm like, you're broke. You 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 tapped into your 401k. You you sold all your stocks. I'm like, that's not a success. That's you making a whole lot of bad decisions. But you're parading as if like this was like your your choice, right? I left the corporate world. No, you didn't. You got fired or you got laid off. 
You see what and I mean? The, uh, hello, 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 hello. You see what I mean? I'd be like, I'd be like, I'd be like, I'd be like, you see where it's at? Look at y'all. You don't you get the it? Layoff, try to spin hello. the layoff. Like, he's like, hey, sir, you got fired, but you sit it around. I'm like, okay. Lawrence. Hey, Lawrence. all right, I, I, I'm going to let it go. I'm going to let it go. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I mean? <laughs> Lawrence will go off the cliff if you let him. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> and I jumped off a cliff, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's not I ain't stay that scared. Like, Lawrence talked about catching the stray. Man, the layoffs are catching strays too. Oh, um, Ooh, especially the media. I, yeah, it's it's everywhere though because we overextended our, and that's what I was talking about on my. So, like, I really wanted to go in last night because I had these thoughts because I was, um, looking into the labor statistics for the year, like what markets are working. You got to do that type of stuff if you want to look into investments and things like that. So whatever, and. I was looking into it and I have this opinion that's maybe counterintuitive. I don't think it's whether the person has a nine to five, whether they have a small business, whether they do both, whether they don't have any of it. I think it's a personal issue because I've seen people that have made a lot of money through their corporate job and still have, they're overextending themselves. And I've seen entrepreneurs that have like, hey, they're not necessarily building this um, innovative thing but they're literally self-employed and they pick up contracts or whatever else to be able, they just have a different form of work. And I think people need to realize that majority of our society is economic activity. And you need to understand what role you play in that economic activity and the value that you have in the, in the ecosystem, it has to have a, a particular return on it, right? Whether it's I'm going to do this and it's going to give me a paycheck and I'm going to take 20, 30% of that paycheck and I'm going to go ahead and invest it so that I can um, com get compounding interest, get compounding gains. And then eventually in 25 years, 30 years, I'll be able to do X, Y, Z because I've been disciplined in my finances. And I was reading that book about the money rules. It's like, uh, it's really the psycho it's called the psychology of money. And there's this guy that made a hundred million dollars as a um, stockbroker and and he lost it because of arrogance and ego because it's like enough wasn't enough. And so when I started to kind of read into those things, I was just like, it doesn't matter what vehicle that you're using if you have the wrong mindset, if you have the wrong attributes that goes along with actually building a wealthy life. And one of the concepts that I'm holding on to is firmly being able to say no. Like I only want to be able to buy something that I know I could I really can afford. I really I want to go on a trip and not having to because people be like, oh you're on the trip and you know you put your problems away. But I don't want to come back and oh like I can't pay my mortgage or my rent or with the problems. Else. Come with back the problems. with the problems. Yeah. Like no, I want to I was gone for, you know, 40 days and I came back and I just got into the rhythm of living because it's done in a way that's better and it's more helpful that way. And so I'm like, I just kind of realized like those type of people, whether they have a small business, whether they're in the workplace, no matter where they are, it's a heart and mind issue. And so even if sometimes they do have a good amount of resources, they find themselves in very troublesome spots because of the lack of ability to really recognize when enough is enough. Or when you are needing to leave, live not only below your means, but you need to like change your needs. Like, I think that's another thing. Like you don't necessarily need five things of this, but it's like a mind and heart thing. And I think no matter where you put those type of people, they will find a way to be poor. Um, yeah. You have to learn to recognize you are enough. That's why I that's the thing. Every time I take these trips, that's what I have to recognize within myself. I am already enough. 
I'm already in the place that I'm happy. I'm already in place where I'm doing what as a child I ever wanted to do was to go around the world, see these places, listen to different languages and just kind of absorb history. That was the dream for me. The, it, the true dream as a kid, looking at the, the thing on TV, I'm like, you know what? Looking at, then going to the, the Encyclopedia Britannica because they used to have the volumes just sticking around. There was no Google. I walked over there. I looked into the book based off what I just heard. And I'm like, oh, there's photos. There's there's this thing about this castle. There's arrow people. There's, you know, there's archers. Not the arrow people. There's archers. There's fletchers. There are people that does the tanners. I'm like, this is kind of dope. And now I get to live that dream. And did that dream ever include being an influencer? Hell no. <laughs> so for me, I have to be honest. And I think um, what people misconstrue as like some kind of, I guess, evil or mean or whatever it is, I just value honesty, absolute honesty. If you're going to tell me, hey, this thing works, tell me it works because it works, not because you're trying to mask it with a filter, not because you're trying to, you know, almost like promote it, brand it, because then you lose that authenticity. And I think a lot of people, I don't, and I used to get into this financial space, right? I was like, oh man, everybody in here are here for the right reasons. They're teaching people and we're going to make a change. And then I realized, you know what? I'm surrounded by a lot of people that are, are trying to make a business. That's it. They're trying to make a business. I, I I came in for the change, but they came in to to make a buck, and I had to be honest about that. Not everybody else is trying to really change. Everybody is trying to make change for themselves, class change, money change, dinero, all of that stuff. Why? Because money moves a lot of people's hearts, and a lot of people are holding on to the the anger that they had about when they didn't have any money. And I think that's also part of the problem. A lot of people, when they were growing up, they didn't have the money and they held on to the anger about not having money. Ah, oh, they have the, the, the Jordan. So therefore, I'm very angry and I'm going to have nothing but Jordans. I'm going to be buying Jordans all the time because I want to show other people that made me so angry, so hurt about myself that I'm going to go get the, I didn't get the Jordans. At one moment, I was kind of like hurt about it. But then I was like, realized I didn't really care. And then secondly, I don't have a Jordan to, to save my life. If somebody gave me a pair of Jordans, I don't even know how to wear them. That's that's how much like I just don't care. But I see a lot of people carry that hurt from childhood, and man, it is um, it's toxic and it's costly. And I'm gonna leave it there. Yeah, and it's costing a lot. It's costing them real peace. And that's I um I said to someone recently because they're asking me like why certain things don't bother me. And I was just like, because they don't matter anymore. And we have to know that certain things that are happening in our past, they just legit don't matter anymore. You can create the title, the life, the whatever you want that's gen actually genuine to you versus doing the things that quote unquote, you feel like need to be done. And because you feel like it needs to be done that way because other people are telling you or you see it, like you'll get all the stuff and still feel empty inside. Like, I'm sorry to tell you that's not going to fix your life. You got to be okay with you. And it sounds so simple. And it's like, it's not that deep, actually. It's just doing things so that you could be okay, doing things so that you could actually be happy with your outcomes and and who you are. And it's, 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 it's okay. It's just... It's okay to be to to have what you have and be happy and content with those things, but I do think that there is a <clears throat> a 
lag in some way of people getting peace and they have to find it because I think it's just so worth it when you know who you are and you're trying to develop a life really truly based on who you want to be versus what you think you should be because of what has been said or what you see. But here's the thing, guys, it's not a social media issue. It's just like, you know, my first major was sociology and to study, this is a human issue. This is just that brain part of us that wants to be tribal can take us to the place where we're doing too much, too soon, too fast, because we want acceptance. And until you accept you, you're going to be on a very long journey feeding a monster that's never going to be full. It sucks, but got to find a way to find you for real, for real. Well, that was a good episode. I, I think that's good. We could wrap it up. <laughs> wrap, the, wrap this one up. And wrap it another. up. Another. But yeah, um, anybody that's listening, hopefully that you know, you got some form of um, knowledge or self-understanding and maybe a, an epiphany moment where the, the point of all of this is to say that who you are matters. Uh, the resources that you're already um, gifted with also matter. Use those Try not to look at other people and, and copy paste their paperwork because it's probably not even for you. You know, it's not something that you want. It's not something that is necessarily integral to your 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 growth or even your wealth. Because wealth is not this uh, limited resource that only appears for some people. Wealth can also appear for you in your lifetime. And you just have to take those um, shots that are available to you in a way that actually makes sense for you. So that's where I leave off. And you could find me on the interwebs clapping back at my haters because if they're broke, they just need to just say that. And uh, the neighborhood finance guy online somewhere on the on your interwebs. Anybody else? Where can they find you guys? They got to find lovely, lovely, lovely. Where can they find you? <laughs> Can't find Atlanta no more. She gone. Oh. Find me on this podcast. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> Uh, you can find me at Lovey Mordellas on all the socials. On that note, thank you everyone for listening to another episode of the Financial Grio, aka TFG. We're out. My guys. Thank you for listening to the Financial Grio podcast, powered by the Wealth Builders Collective.